You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of a grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Griffin Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today we have Dietrich Steffen from Nubase Pharmaceuticals joining us um, to talk about Nubase and to talk about their uh, therapy for Huntington's disease. Um, I also want to uh, do a shout-out to Katie and Katrina, who are um, who they're doing uh, YouTube videos um, and make sure that you go on to our Help for HD YouTube and check those out. They're just short videos, but they have a ton of information about things that are going on. We just recently did a juvenile Huntington's disease um, uh, series uh, about itching and behaviors and other things. So definitely go on there and check it out. You can also uh, check out Help for HD International on Facebook for tons of posts and the Help for HD Live on Facebook for posts as well. I am going to bring on Dietrich now so we can talk about Nubase. Thank you so much for joining me today. Can you hear me? I can. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And how are you doing today? Well, thank you. Um, just uh, enjoying the last days of summer. And you? Uh, yeah, just staying busy. I've, uh, it's been a long month <laughs> at this household yes. so, uh, with, with my father being hospitalized. But um, So I want to learn more about new base therapeutics and what you guys are doing. Um, can you start off with that? What is new base? Of course. So Nubase is a uh, biotechnology company that is developing a new type of medicine uh, that fits into the category of precision genetic medicines. And this type of therapy is dramatically different than what you would envision um, coming from sort of the standard pharma pipeline. Um, and the way it looks different is that it resembles a short strand of DNA or RNA into which we can program the sequence of ACs, Gs, and Ts that precisely engage with the faulty gene that we're trying to silence. In this case, the Huntington's uh, disease uh, gene and prohibit it from making the malfunctioning protein and causing disease. That's awesome. And how did you get involved with this? You know, there's always a personal story behind um, everything uh, we do. And um, my family was touched by uh, genetic disease early in my life. And I have grown up with a keen sense of our mortality as 
as humans um, and also the fact that doctors are, are not omniscient and uh, there's a lot we can do as a uh, scientific community to do better, to really deliver therapies that make a difference. Uh, and just to put it maybe in context a little further, you know, 10% of the global population is touched by a quote-unquote rare genetic disease, uh, 700 million people, and only 5% of those diseases have any effective therapies, um, and they're not that great. So there's a huge unmet need of folks that are suffering um, not only without therapies but without hope, and that's not right. And so we as a company believe we have a platform okay. technology, which we have presented validation data on recently, that can spit out you. drugs uh, that target any genetic disease and do so at an increasing pace uh, as we move forward. And so our, our goal as a company is to really make an impact in the lives of those 700 million people so as I was saying, 10% uh, of the global population is touched by a rare genetic disease, and only 5% of those diseases have any effective therapy whatsoever. Um, and so there are a huge number of people that are not only suffering from their diseases, but are suffering from a lack of hope. And we just don't think that's right. Uh, so we have a platform technology, which we have recently validated and presented data on publicly earlier this year, that we believe has the potential to not only um, target the mutant Huntington gene and switch it off, but be able to spit out therapies for a multitude of different genetic diseases at an increasing pace. Um, and by the way, that also includes cancers, which are genetic diseases of single cells, which touch half of us, and common chronic diseases, which all have a genetic risk component to them. And so our, our goal is to finally... Um, you know, provide real solutions to people that are suffering out there in the world. And I think that's just amazing. I'm very, I'm really looking forward to, um, to your therapy for, uh, for Huntington's disease and seeing how, um, how it goes. And this also would have an indication for um, pre-symptomatic patients, correct? Or the pre-manifest patients. That's our goal. Um, so the bullseye for us is not just to provide a disease-slowing or halting um, therapy for people who are already symptomatic, but because of the characteristics of our platform chemistry, to provide a solution pre-manifest individuals who carry the gene so that they can take it before symptom onset 
and push out those symptoms or um, completely eliminate uh, their risk of becoming symptomatic. And, and so I know that that sounds audacious, but that's our bullseye. Uh, it's going to take us some time to get there. Um, we look forward to dosing our first symptomatic patient at the end of next year. Uh, and we hope to be as smart as possible to be able to quickly and efficiently see if our therapies are safe and effective so that we can start to expand into not only, for example, uh, juvenile Huntington's disease and adolescent onset disease, but also grapple with how we move into a pre-manifest population. And I just want to point out, you mentioned, you know, you start, you're starting with symptomatic adult onset and by next year, and then you'll be looking at juvenile onset, which is amazing um, in itself, and then pre-manifest. And for the Huntington's community to have a company focus on all three like that is just awesome. Um, I just, I can't even tell you how much it means to hear that that you guys are working on, on all three aspects right there um, to help the Huntington's community. Um, as I am pre-manifest, and uh, so I know I'm very excited to see where this goes and to see how you guys um, work it out for us to be able to participate. Well, thank you for your kind words. Um, we are all in this together, and I view us as partners with all of the other stakeholders out there, whether it be the genetic counseling community or the physicians um, or um, the folks who are touched by this disease directly or in their families. And so I don't, I don't personally believe any one stakeholder group can do this alone. And um, so really appreciate your, your words of, of support. This is, as you know, um, hard work and, um, and, um, you know, they're, they're a group of scientists here at the company that come to work every day in what looks like an office park and type on their computers and do experiments in the lab. And, and so remaining connected to, the folks that we hope to serve provides us that that nuclear reactor, if you will, that, that helps us go above and beyond every day. So much appreciated. Absolutely. Now, how would Huntington's community stay up to date on what you guys are doing? Is there a specific place that you post stuff or, um, you know, a place that we could look to stay kind of just up to date on what's going on? Yes, yeah, so we have a Twitter um, uh, feed and um, New Base Therapeutics on Twitter. We also have um, postings on LinkedIn. And then uh, for um, financial information and formal data releases, uh, you can go to the investor page of our website um, at newbasetherapeutics.com. And let me go back for just a second. You mentioned um, that the first patient will be treated next year. So how, what is that treatment? Like is it an injection, um, infusion, that type of thing? 
Yeah. This is a really important question, um, especially as we look out into the future where we hope to provide solutions to pre-manifest patients a decade in advance of symptom onset. Um, so we want to develop an easy-to-take medicine and one that can be taken at home um, and um, one that can be taken fairly infrequently. Our, our platform um, is geared to provide such a solution, and so what we're thinking um, as the ultimate solution is uh, a subcutaneous injection or perhaps even an IV infusion, let's say once every three months in the, in the home setting. And, um, and just to remind you folks with various autoimmune diseases often have a nurse come to the home uh, at some cadence and it's pretty easy to, to get an IV uh, inserted. And so that's our, that's our ultimate goal let's say once every three months. Um, to begin with, um, next year, we are still evaluating uh, how we get to that ultimate goal, um, whether it be um, an IV infusion or whether we need to, for example, have a first loading dose that might be intrathecally administered and then maintain with a sub-Q or IV infusion. We're not sure yet. Uh, that will become clearer as we get towards the end of la uh, next year. Um, but the characteristics of our chemistry, which I, I think is, um, is important to mention, um, allow an IV infusion uh, to get therapeutic levels of the drug into the deep brain structures, and we've proven that. So it's not unreasonable to think that our goal is attainable, and um, and that's where we're that's where we're driving. Well, I think it's amazing that um, the idea of actually going in home. Uh, I, that's the first time I've heard of of doing that, doing it that way, and I, I think that makes it a lot easier on the Huntington's patients and family members. And uh, have you guys? This is just off the top of my head. Have you guys thought of doing uh, virtual visits in between to check on patients, or um, are you planning on doing, like, neurological checkups in in the hospital or uh, clinic setting? Um, have, have you guys had those discussions? We, we have. Um, so for context, every two weeks or so, uh, we are joined by – uh, someone who has been touched by Huntington's disease, whether uh, a symptomatic adult patient, a pre-manifest individual, uh, a caregiver, um, and a social worker, and so forth. And so what we have heard loud and clear is that um, clinical trials are rough on folks. And, um, you know, having, especially for juvenile patients, having to mm -hmm. travel um, is very difficult uh, to get infusions and get clinical workups and so forth. And so for the trial, we've put our thinking caps on to try and understand how we can run a trial in a way where we go to the enrollees as opposed to them coming to us. Now, I can't say we've fully cracked it yet because there are 
blood tests and so forth that uh, we'll need to do. But I believe we will find a way to try and minimize the burden um, and make it easier on folks in a trial setting. Um, I think downstream of that, once we get approval, uh, there's no reason why we couldn't use all of the technological um, tools that we have these days to um, be able to monitor, monitor folks in a, in, a remote, in a remote setting. So we're working on it. I can't say we've fully cracked it yet, but we're aware of the burden uh, on folks and, and we're trying to minimize that. That will also open you guys up to, um, to more people interested in actually participating because they're not going to have to travel um, and it will make it easier on both the patient and the caregivers. Uh, so I, I think that's a just a very smart thing to do, um, and I'm glad that you guys are looking at, at doing that. Um, so when you say next year, do you have um, an idea of early 2021 or late 2021 for the first patient? It'll be late 2021. Late 2021. So we... We have something to look forward to for the next year then um, and learning more about how things are moving forward. Um, and I can, I can say I'm personally very excited uh, about how all of this is going to work and learning, um, you know, learning more as the time goes. And I really appreciate you coming on and sharing this information with the Huntington's community. Um, did you have any final thoughts for us? No, you know, we appreciate the support and we would really enjoy remaining connected because not only do we derive energy from the people we serve to go above and beyond, um, you know, I like to tell my team that folks with Huntington's disease can't punch out at five o'clock and go home and, and, you know, moan about their difficult day and, Neither can we, and so staying connected is important to us, um, but also continuing to learn and and get and give back in in different ways um, and I don't know what that means uh, specifically, but it boils down to making sure we're we're linked at the hip uh, moving forward and so it's it's a real honor for us to be with you today. Thank you so much for the uh, the invitation to join you, and, and we're always around if, if you'd enjoy uh, continuing the conversation. Absolutely. I'll definitely have you on again. So thank you so much for sharing this and for being a part of uh, helping the Huntington's community and, and really giving this uh, a team effort um, in, involving the, you know, the patients and caregivers and everybody and really taking that into account. We certainly appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, stay strong, everyone, and um, thanks again for having uh, us on today. Absolutely. Everybody take care. Enjoy the rest of your day.
Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.help4hd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications. 